0: people have been asking, and it is finally here. My next live event, Work On Your Game Live, is taking place. Write these dates down. February 3rd and 4th, that's a Friday and a Saturday, here in beautiful, sunny, warm Miami, Florida, February 2023, February 3rd and 4th. At this event, we're going to help you achieve three specific things. You can write these things down too. Number one, help you raise your level of performance. Because as I always say, this is a performance-based business that we are in. Number two, increase the consistency of your performance. Which means you don't only perform at a high level, but you can do it over and over and over again. And number three, you're gonna make more money in your business. If you are into making more money and generating more revenue in your business, we're gonna do all of that. Those three things, performance, consistency, revenue, at work on your game live. Now, how we're gonna do that, Are four specific things, the mindset that you need to show up every day and do the work, the strategy so that you have a game plan of action, the system so that you can execute the strategy consistently without fail with very little variation from moment to moment and the execution to go and get it done over and over and over again. Those are just details. But just keep these three things in mind that I told you at the top. Performance, consistency, income. If you are interested in any one of those three things or two of them or all three, Go to workonyourgame.live. Again, workonyourgame.live. Get your ticket to the event. I am hosting. I will be teaching the entire two days. We'll give you food and snacks and coffee and donuts and all that. We have VIP dinners both nights that are optional if you would like to join. And I mean, it's Miami. Who doesn't want to be in Miami in the middle of February when it's the coldest part of the year everywhere else in the United States? Get your ticket by going to workonyourgame.live. Then text me. Let me know that you're coming. And we're going to know who everybody is, who needs to meet who. I'm going to make sure everybody gets exactly what you need out of that. You will not leave that room unless you have a full game plan moving forward of action to take your business where it needs to go. WorkOnYourGame.Rive. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. When you hear or read something that is very impactful and you believe will be very useful for you, pause your consumption and give space for a second entry of this material onto your brain. Dre all day, so Dre all day.com Drey's exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, it relates to what Drey's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach too. Hey you, work on your game. gave me something really good. Work on your game, tryoldway.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there. Even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved, and on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to study, how to study. Before we get started, let me tell you when I have a daily motivation text I send out every single morning, at which I also want you to text me and tell me the best insight, light bulb moment, breakthrough, or idea that you got from today's episode. Make sure you reference the number too, so I know which one you're talking about. Text me and tell me what's the best thing you got from this, and you'll be getting the daily motivation. Here's my number: 305-384-6894. Send a text right there. Let me know what is the best insight, idea, breakthrough, realization that you got from today's episode at that number. And since you' now be in my text community, you'll be getting daily motivation. Secondly, the next step in working with me. you like listening to the show and you're ready to take the next step. You want to get into my courses, you want to be coached by me directly. you want to come into my high level programs, go to work on your game, university.com. work on your gameuniversity.com. That's where you can work with me directly. It's the only place to work with me directly. You'll be getting my physical mailings I send out every month, the Bulletproof Bulletin, also the Masterclass Black Book. I send those physically to your mailbox every month. So those of you who think everything comes by email, no, physical mail. That's only to members of my university. So go to workwonyourgameuniversity.com to get started and take the next step in working with me. Now, to the topic, how to study. Studying is a key skill for anyone who would like to avoid becoming a pig which is a professional information gatherer. You make sure you don't want to be that. and You actually want to get real value out of any information that you take in. And a definition of studying is a devotion of time and attention to acquiring knowledge on an academic subject, especially by means of books. Devotion of two key phrases. Here are these again. Time and attention. Where have you heard that before? There are two of your five forms of investment. Time, money, attention, energy, and focus. You devote time and attention. You invest into acquiring knowledge on a subject. And you have to study in order to do this because you don't have knowledge of something just because you saw it or you heard somebody say it or even really because you read it is actually you got to go out and actually do it. That's when you really know things. But that's a we'll go deeper into that. I've already gone deeper into that in other episodes of this show. But today we're talking about getting real value out of any information you take in, such as this show right here. You have to study the material that's being shared with you, not just consume it. There's a difference between consuming material and studying material. Today, we're going to explain what that is. Point number one topic once again today is how to study or I may say study versus consumption, because that's really what this is about. Point number one, repetition. Repetition is the mother of all learning, doing something over and over again. What's the first thing I say on this show? Discipline of showing up every single day to do the work. Repetition is the mother of learning. Listening to, reading, watching. Otherwise, consuming information one time is not enough for you to really learn it, absorb it, and damn sure not for you to know it. Should I say that again? I think I should say all of that again because I know a bunch of you, 99% of you listen to this show, and you listen to the episode one time, and you never listen to it again. Uh, You don't know anything that I said, even though you heard it because you just listened to it. You read it. You watched it. You consumed it in some way. That is not enough for you to really learn it. You have not actually absorbed it and you damn sure don't know it if that's all you did was hear me say it. Now, if you knew it before I said it, that's a different thing. But if this is the first time you heard it and that's all you did was just take it in one time and then move on to the next thing that you did, you don't know anything. I'm not telling you that your time was completely wasted because you might have got one or two nuggets that you could use. But I talk here on the show for 20 to 30 minutes every episode. So if you only got one or two nuggets, you missed some stuff. Why? Because you didn't study. It's not that you're listening too slow. It's just that you didn't take the time to study. Consuming something one time is not enough. The human brain is a great tool. It's the most powerful tool known to man, but it ain't that good. It ain't that good. You could just take in something one time and you just automatically know all the information. I wish it was that good, but it's not. Okay. We got to do a little bit more work than that. All right. You are bombarded with thousands of messages and pieces of information every single day from all different angles. So nothing that you take in one time is going to make a strong enough impression on your subconscious mind to just stay there. All right. Just because you took something in one time. All right. Again, the mind ain't that good. You need to consume things more than once. All right. Think about this. Think about the things that you know really well, that you know how to do really well, or information that you know really well. You didn't consume it one time. You went over it over and over again. You went to school when you studied for a test. Think about a test you did good on. One that you passed, you got an A. You studied that information. You went over it over and over again, whether you did it all the night before, whether you did it over the course of several weeks or months before the test, but you went over the information so many times so that you really knew it. You know how to do any type of physical activity and you can do it really well. And It's something that most people can't do. How'd you get good at it? Because you studied how to do it. You did it over and over again. You did it repetitively until you could do it at a high level. And now you can do it almost without having to think about it. Actually, probably without having to think about it. So nothing you take in one time makes that strong of an impression that you know it. You need to consume things over and over again. So anything that you take in that you believe to be valuable and you want it to become part of you, you need to have a process keyword for consuming that material more than once such that you will actually know it, not merely saw it or heard it or watched it or or think that you have memorized it. And I'm using know here loosely because to really know something, you had to actually do it. But uh, we're going to use. This version of no, that is just you've consumed it to where it's in your brain and you understand it. You could explain it to somebody, even though you haven't actually done it just yet. All right. A long memory is not as dependable as you think it is. So thinking that you're going to remember something is not a process. Remembering is not a process. People are telling yourself, hey, this is good. And I need to do something with it is also not a process. This is why when you were in school, any subject that you excelled at, you consumed the material. Over and over again. You studied it, right? You sat there and you looked at that math textbook or that English textbook or whatever it was over and over again until you knew the material. Even a lot of that material that you quote unquote knew, how much of it could you recall today? Probably very little of it. See, the stuff that you really know, you engage with over and over and over again until you could not forget it, even if you wanted to forget it. So, what material are you doing such a process with today to where you have consumed the material so much that you couldn't forget it even if you wanted to? When I consume material, for example, from a course, and I get into a lot of courses, coaching programs, masterminds, events, et cetera. These days, anytime you go to an event, the whoever's running the event usually gives you some type of materials to take with you, whether it be some stuff that's online that you can consume, whether it's some physical stuff that you take with you. Anytime I go, especially when I a join somebody's program. If I join a coaching program and things like that, they always have. There's always some kind of material that goes with it. You join Work on Your Game University. There's a bunch of material that I'm going to give you. Anytime I go through somebody else's material, I go through that material at least two or three times. Never just one time because I'm not going to know. I don't know anything because I consumed it one time. The human brain is not going to pick up on most of the stuff that it hears the first time. That's why you go over it over and over again. These days, when I take in course material, and a lot of times people put their course material either on video or on audio. It's not usually just written material. I will go through an entire course. Like, for example, I went through someone's audio course a couple weeks ago, and it was like 10 modules of like an hour or two each module. So it's a lot of material, like 10 to 20 hours of material. As soon as I got done going through it, I put it right back on to episode one and went through the whole thing over again, back to back. And the second time through, I heard things that I did not hear the first time. I'm like, he said that the first time? I didn't even notice it. Because here's what happens with the human brain. And it's happening right now while you're listening to me is that when you hear something that's interesting to you, your brain starts to you know, play with it. It starts to process the thing that you heard. And while it's processing the thing that you heard that was interesting, it's missing everything that's being said because the speaker didn't stop so you can catch, so you could think about it and then keep talking again. The speaker kept going. So there's something that I said two minutes ago that caught your ear that you've been processing for the last 90 seconds. So that 90 seconds while you are processing, I continue to speak. You missed everything that I said during that 90 second window because your brain was preoccupied thinking about something else. This is how the brain works. So when you're at a conference and a speaker says something interesting and you start to take notes on the thing that they said, you're not even noticing the next thing that they said because you're writing down a note of the thing that they said before. You're holding it in your short-term memory to write it down. And now you're not catching what they're saying right now because the brain. It hears those things, but it's not listening to those things while you're writing it down, because it has to keep in your short term memory, your RAM, your random access memory, that thing that you got to write down. You get it. So this is why you go over material more than once. This is why it's good that we have this. A good thing about the Internet and smartphones and technology is that all this material, for the most part, it's recorded, which means we can go over it at our own leisure and at our own pace as much as we want. One of the drawbacks of our short attention spans and the fact that people just don't have discipline or and don't have a process to be disciplined is that we basically take for granted the fact that we have access to this information. You go through somebody's course. Now, right? you take the Bulletproof Mindset course and work in the game university. You should go through that course like five times, not once, not twice. You need to go through that course five times, all the material in there, because there's things you're going to catch the second and third time through that you did not catch the first time through. You go through the work on your game system. You go through next mission. You go through 30 days of discipline. You go through ASAP confidence. You go through the content machine course. You go through business builder. You go through your body, your health. You need to go through these things over and over again because you're going to catch stuff every time that you didn't catch the time before. And you're going to remember things the second time that you heard the first time. You remembered it. You heard it the first time and you said that's useful. But You forgot about it. By the next time you go through, you know what? I remember that. I heard that the first time. I didn't take note on it. I didn't take action on it. Let me do something with it now. That's why you go through things more than once. When you were in kindergarten, how many times did you say the ABCs? You probably can't even count how many times you said the ABCs. If I told you to sing the ABC song, everybody knows it, right? Everybody knows the tune, the melody of the ABCs, right? Any wonder that we all can understand language, we can read, write, and we can talk to each other these days. Because all of that is made up of what? The ABCs. Those 26 letters make up our entire communication spectrum because we did that ABCs how many times? Point number two today's topic, once again, is how to study. We're talking about studying versus consumption. They are not the same thing. Number two, the pause button. Pause. Now, this one, I mean literally. When you hear or read something that is very impactful and you believe will be very useful for you, pause your consumption and give space a second entry of this material onto your brain. The second entry is you actually thinking about it. So the first entry was you you heard me say it or you read it on the pages of a book. Second entry is you pausing the consumption so you can marinate on what just got said. Your brain can work on what just got said. Now, if you're at a live event, you can't do this because you can't tell the speaker, hey, it's 10,000 people in the room, but I need you to pause for 30 seconds while I think about what you just said. But it doesn't work there. But good news is most events the whoever the speaker is will either offer you or sell you the recordings of everything that they said so you can go back over the material again after it's over. So that's what the pause button means. It means pause and really turn over in your mind what you just took in if it was impactful to you. That's the second entry on your brain is the time you actually spend thinking. All right, so the first entry is you heard it, you saw it, you read it. Second entry is thinking about it. Thinking about it is where the studying part comes in. It's not just looking at the words on the page. So if that means You also need to take notes, and that means you need to rewind what you heard and listen to it again, and that means you need to rewatch the video or otherwise use what you have consumed in some way to let your brain know that it's more important than the other things you consume today. Do it, because how many things do you consume one time every day? Now, you drive on a highway, you see a billboard, you consume the message on that billboard one time, then you consume what I say here on this show one time, then you sign up for someone's course, you pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for access to the course, and you only consume that one time? What message are you giving to your subconscious mind? This is on equal footing with the billboard that I saw, an ad I saw on YouTube, and some random garbage I saw on Instagram. You're putting them all on equal footing because you only consumed each one of them one time. You get it? This is why the pause button, this is why repetition, this is why rewinding tells your brain, this is more important because I'm taking it in more than once. I'm thinking about it in addition to taking it in. That's, That's your subconscious mind, which takes everything literally, that you're taking this more seriously than you're taking maybe some of the nonsense that you get hit with every single day. So consuming information, everyone, is not a race to see who can consume the most in the shortest period of time, even though consuming more information in a shorter period of time will be helpful if you can still comprehend what you're consuming. Right. So don't consume it just to say you did it like speed reading. Speed reading is a cool skill as long as you can actually comprehend what you just speed read through. If you can't comprehend it, then speed reading is useless. Unless you're just in a book reading contest to say who can say that they turn the most pages of the most books. I don't know of, of any competitions or you know, any business opportunity in doing that. The whole point of speed reading is so that you can consume but actually comprehend the information. If you're not comprehending it, then don't speed read through something. Uh, you might want to read slow rather than read fast. All right, Again, consumption of information is not a race. Uh, it's not a competition. All right, you don't need to go through more information faster if you're not, again, taking it in. You got to let the most valuable stuff get through you instead of you trying to get through it. And that might mean you need to go slower. So if you're taking material that's useful, but you're not slowing down and giving yourself a way of applying it or going back over it a second or third time, what you're being is a professional information gatherer. You're being a pig. You're just consuming anything that's in front of you just as, as much as you possibly can, like pigs do. And what happens to pigs? All right, They become bacon All right, they get sent to the slaughterhouse. All right. Doing that is not going to do anything for you. You got to give it a chance to get through you, which means slowing down and taking your time with the material you take in. Again, especially the most valuable stuff. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to study. Number three, real life application. This is the third way that you study something is you actually put it to use in the real world. Mm -hmm. This is the failure of the education system in America is that a lot of the information that students are forced to study and quote unquote learn, they don't have an opportunity to apply it in real life. Some of it, they are not presented the opportunity to apply it in real life some of it, there is no real way to apply it in real life. Like the mathematical equations that we are forced to learn in math classes in school, like where exactly are you ever going to use this? The answer is nowhere, just in case you didn't know. But this real life application is a way that you really learn something. You really know something when you've done it. Now You don't really know anything. Right? There are levels to knowing things. There's consuming information. And I talked about this in an episode on the five levels of expertise. If you haven't heard that episode. That was episode number 1402, five levels of expertise. Level one is consumption. Level two is the uh, regurgitation. You can say it. Level three is teaching it. Level four is charging for your teaching. Level five is when people come to you to pay you for your teaching. The difference between charging for it, meaning you go and tell people, hey, I got this and you sell it to them. Level five is they come to you saying, I heard you have this and you sell it to them. That's different. So, those are the five levels of expertise. You don't really know something until you can teach it. That's level three. You got to be able to teach something. You don't have to make money from it to know something, but it doesn't hurt, does it? So, real life application. Human nature being what it is, the only real way to make this happen is for you to make an investment in yourself. All right. You have to make an investment in yourself to get the real life application you really need for the information that you're taking in. Let me explain why I'm saying this. We do not value what we do not pay for. I told you in episode 1120 that the best coaches have the best players. And I mean that directly. All right. That is in the sports world. Best coaches had the best players. All right. Phil Jackson, legendary basketball coach. Who did he coach? He coached Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. Phil Jackson was a smart guy. he went and found the best players and said, let me get that job. All He didn't say, give me the team with the worst players in the league and let me show you how great of a coach I am. He said, no, let me go to the guys who are really good and let me coach them. All right. And his brand is built on the fact, hey, he was Michael Jordan's coach. He was Kobe's coach. The best coaches had the best players. And I don't mean just in sports. All right. But you could take a, a really good coach, someone who is good at coaching, give them a team of players who aren't good. And that coach ain't going to look so good. All right. They're going to hurt their reputation all right? by having some bad players. You got to have good players if you're going to win. In the professional world outside of sports, the best coaches also, again, have the best players. If you are in the coaching business, you do things like life coaching or business coaching or relationship coaching. The coaches who are most successful are the ones who are able to get the clients who are most serious about creating success, because the clients who are serious about creating success are going to create success. The coach is just aiding in the process of them creating success, but these people are determined to create success. I am a great coaching client for any coach out there. Why? Because I'm going to apply whatever they tell me. I'm going to be successful, even if their material is only mediocre. Everybody heard what I just said? If I join your coaching program, I will be a success story of your coaching program, even if your coaching and your material is not even that good. Why? Because I am going to be successful. You are just an accessory to my success. And I will pay you for the right to be a success story of your program and make you look better than you might actually be. Why? Because I'm a successful individual. I'm going to create success regardless of who's coaching me. The best coaches had the best players. Let me ask you a question. Would Michael Jordan still be great if he had never been coached by Phil Jackson? Of course. Will Kobe Bryant still be great? Will Shaquille O'Neal still be great? Yes, they all would have been great even without Phil Jackson. The best coaches have the best players. Does everybody catch that point? All right, so any of you coming to work on your game university? Listen, don't come to work on your game university unless you're serious about being successful because you're not going to make me look bad. All right, I want the best players. I want the people who are going to be successful, and I'm going to aid in the process of your success. I'm not going to make you successful. I'm going to aid in your process of being successful. You're already a success-driven individual who is going to create success. I'm going to aid in the process. I'm going to fill Jackson your success. I'm not going to make you successful. No, you had to pay a lot for me to make you successful. There is a price for that. But I'm looking for people who are already on their way to success. I'm just going to aid in the process. Okay. real life application. I'm sharing all of that. I went so long on that one little part here. I'm still on point three. Is that this principle applies in sports, business, anywhere else where people are being coached. The best coaches have players who are the most ready to succeed, most willing to win, most inclined to implement what they are told and taught. Let me say that sentence again. The best coaches have players who are most ready to succeed, most willing to win and most inclined to implement what they are told and taught. Notice that none of these things have anything to do with the skill of the coach or the value of what the coach teaches. Didn't I just say that? I join somebody's program. Yes, of course, I'm going to get some useful stuff out of it. I wouldn't join your program if I didn't think I was going to get something that was valuable out of it. But understand, because I'm a person who has already decided that I'm going to be successful, your stuff is secondary to the fact that I've already decided to be successful. The fact that I've decided to be successful is the reason why I'm going to be a success story. Your stuff is just a complimentary to that decision. Is everybody following what I'm saying here? And you ask anyone, anyone watching this who's in the coaching industry, I don't care what kind of coaching, sports coaching, business coaching, life coaching, relationship coaching. Anyone who's in one of those spaces, tell me if I got this right or if I got this wrong. Text me and let me know. 305-384-6894. Tell me if I got that right. I know I'm right. Give the best coach in the world a bunch of bummy, unmotivated players, and that coach will not look so good. If you want to guarantee that you will apply valuable material to your life, this is for you listeners here. You want to guarantee that valuable material gets applied. Make a financial investment in those valuable materials. I'll tell you right now, if I started charging for this masterclass, many of you would get much more tangible results from what you hear me say than you're getting right now. Most of you are listening to the show and you enjoy it. You appreciate it. You may be entertained by it. You're informed by it. But you're not getting any tangible results from it because you ain't doing that. Why? Because you ain't paying for it. You're not valuing it because you're not paying for it. When people pay for things, they succeed. When people join my university and they get into my coaching programs, everybody who comes to my coaching program becomes a success. Why? Because they're investing in their success. Magic formula. That financial investment makes someone give their full attention to the thing they invested in in. They are incentivized to apply what they've been given as opposed to the little value you place on anything you get for free. This sounds like a counterintuitive approach, right? It is. that's why only 5% of people achieve success in life. At the most, 20%. That's 20% if you choose the elite, 20% to get success. Only 5% for the most part. Why? Because they're doing things that are counterintuitive to what the masses of people do. The real question though is what are you doing? that's the question. Are you applying these points? Let's recap today's class, which is how to study versus or how to study. And this is studying versus consumption. All right. This is a key skill for anyone who wants to avoid being a professional information gatherer. Number one, repetition It's the mother of all learning. Listen to reading, watching and otherwise consuming something one time is not enough. You got to take it in over and over again. A long memory is not as dependable as you think it is. Point number two, use the pause button. Pause and allow the information you've taken in to make an impression on your mind. You got to think about it. This is why studying matters. This is why taking notes matters. This is why writing down something useful and then looking at it again matters. You take notes. You got to actually look at the notes. All right. Rewatch the material. When I go through somebody's course material, I go through it again a second and third time almost immediately after I go through it the first time. Why? Because I know I didn't catch everything the first time through. Number three, real life application. All right, Human nature being what it is, this is why you have to make a financial investment in yourself. People do not value what they don't pay for. The best coaches have the best players. Why? Because those players are already dedicated to success. And the reason they're dedicated to success is because they invested in themselves. All right. Think of the best players you know in any space They all invest a whole lot financially into their success, which means they ain't got no choice but to be successful because they got their money on the line. You don't put anything on the line, you usually don't get anything back. All right, This is the way human nature is. Again, if I start charging money for this show, many of you would get a lot more results from what you hear because you'd be financially invested in it. But since you're not invested, you don't value it. This is just human nature is the way that it works. All right. The people who achieve success in life while success are about 5% out of 100. Why? Because they do things that are counterintuitive to what the masses of people do. So the real question is, are you in a 5%? or Are you in the 95%? If you're in a 5%, that means you're financially invested in your success. So don't lie to yourself. All right. This is not about a thought. It's not about a feeling. It's not about a decision. It's about, are you financially invested in your professional success? If you did not financially invest in your professional success, anytime in the last 12 months, you're not serious about success. Now you can say whatever you want. All right. But the facts are the facts. All that said, text me, tell me the best insight you got from today's show. My number is 305-384-6894 and workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you take your next step working with me, getting coached by me, getting access to all my courses, and getting my two physical mailings every single month. Work on your game. Dre all day.